Welcome back to the fifth quarter Wisconsin edition. It is officially March, which that means it is NCAA basketball tournament time. So we are going to be talking about the Wisconsin Badgers Big Ten tournament path and the NCAA tournament in general. We are officially back. Sorry for the inactivity over the past few months. I've been getting pretty bored of it uh, sitting in my basement the past for 40 minutes at a time talking to myself. So I decided to add someone. Uh, Sam Szymanski has joined me hoping that he can join in every episode. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. So let's start to talk about Wisconsin Badgers basketball. Yeah, so let's get right into it. Uh, the Badgers um, are going into the Big Ten tournament this week not looking too good. Uh, they've lost, what? Three out of their last... Three straight, actually. Yeah, and three then straight. Five out of their last six games. Yeah, so definitely not something the uh, team wants to go into the, the tournament time as uh, losing, or losing more games than winning, obviously. Um, the three-game losing streak is rough, but if you look into the games a little bit more... You could say that they've played well. I mean, they played with Illinois. They've played with Michigan for their games. Iowa, they played well. I didn't get to watch it. I've heard the refs have made some bad calls in that game, possibly. Yeah. But um, Yeah, that was a close game, but I do think at the end, last minute or two there, the refs did bail Iowa out a little bit. But you can never blame that on the refs. you got to keep making your shots and taking care of the game by yourselves. Yeah, for sure. So, um that's definitely a, a key point as we're going to get into it as we go on. Uh, but let's just get right into it. So the Badgers will be playing their first game on Thursday against the winner of Nebraska and Penn State tomorrow night. Um, I think both teams should be a winnable game for us. Nebraska, we beat them twice, 67-53 uh, and 61-48. to um, so we shouldn't really have a problem with them. But at the same time, this Big Ten is very dangerous, so you can never take any team for granted. Yeah, the Big Ten is very, very competitive. There's, I think all the teams in the top six could make a run for this tournament championship. But I do believe the Badgers will get past Nebraska or Penn State. Uh, Penn State worries me a little bit due to the game earlier in the season when they beat us by 20. But I do think it's... The March and the Badgers are experienced in March, and I think they get job, take care of the job there. Yeah, definitely. So uh, the Badgers have played Penn State twice. They lost the first time and won the second time. I still give us a good chance at winning this game. Um, obviously, we're the better seed. We're supposed to win. And uh, like we said, we have more experience than probably almost any team in the Big Ten this year. So that should be able to take us pretty far. So I truly do think we can beat Penn State. Um, obviously, I feel more... I feel better if we would play Nebraska just because, I mean, we beat them twice and Nebraska's never really known as a basketball school. Penn State, you know, they, they I feel like they would put more up more of a fight than uh, Nebraska would. 
Yeah, for sure. I do think Penn State is the better team. So if the Badgers do get past that first game Thursday, they'll play again Friday night at around 8 p.m. That will be against an Iowa team who we just did play over the weekend. Close game. But again, it's the Badgers at the end of the game not finding ways to close out those close ones in the final minutes. Yeah, I definitely think that the big problems with the Badgers so far this year have been, you know, not knocking down the shots that we need to. I mean, we're look, we're getting good open looks. We just haven't been able to knock them down. Um, rebounding, I know, has been a big problem. I can remember off the top of my head one game, uh, the Badgers tied game, had a very good chance of going to overtime on it or even having went on winning. I'm pretty sure they're by one at this point possibly. And free throw from Arquette. Shot the ball, missed the free throw, but Marquette got the rebound and put it up with very little time left to win the game. So I think that's a big thing. I mean, with Nate Reavers and Micah Porter, I feel like we should be able to get some some sort of rebounds from there, but we've yeah. really been struggling with that. Yeah, um, other ways I think that the Badgers can close out these close games is they got to be able to take care of other teams' runs. We In the last couple games, we've seen that the Badgers have given up multiple runs and they've gone on scoring droughts just... I think that goes back to Brady's point with them just not making the open shots that they're getting. And I do think that they need to get back to the Wisconsin basketball. They need to play like themselves. They need to play like the teams that went to the Final Four back-to-back years. They need to control the tempo, slow down the offense. They're not really known as a fast-break team. So they need to stop chucking up early shot clock threes and then settle down and have the offense running and clicking like they used to. Yeah, for sure. And going back on that one where they need to stop the runs, um, you can go back to the Michigan game over the weekend a couple weekends ago where we were up by 15, was it, 20 at halftime? 15 or 10. Yeah, we were up by at least double digits at halftime. Yeah. And I had a really good feeling we were going to get a get a win and that was kind of going to turn this program around for the season, you know, give us a couple good wins before March hit. But they allowed Michigan, Michigan to go on a crazy run and – ended up losing that game and that ended up having us go on this sort of losing skid that we have like we said I mean we've won only two of the last eight and it's been kind of a rough stretch for them and I think like you said the runs are a big part of that we need to stop that from happening and just kind of go back to Badger basketball that we know. So saying the Badgers do get past Nebraska or Penn State on Friday what are your what are your thoughts on that game against Iowa at eight o'clock? Um Obviously, the Badgers have shown we can play with Iowa. We've we've shown that we can beat them. Uh, I mean, like you said, or like we said earlier, we can't blame the rest for losses. But I and I didn't get to watch the game, but I saw on Twitter and all over social media after the game that there were some pretty bad calls that uh, changed the game. And I so I don't want to blame it on that because obviously we got to make the open shots still. We probably weren't doing. We got to execute earlier in the game. But I still feel like we have a really good chance. But there's a couple things that we have to do if we want to be able to beat Iowa. Um, we got to be able to stop Luca Garza from just going off like he has been. I mean, he's got. I think I'm pretty sure he was named Big Ten Player of the Year today. Yes. Has a good chance of becoming College Basketball Player of the Year. So I think we need to stop him. I don't have his stats up of what he's done, but he's had a crazy season and a crazy career at Iowa. So that's one thing. 
And then we also just have to hope Iowa has a bad shooting game. I've yeah. talked to our friend about Iowa, who's an Iowa fan, and he says that the way to beat Iowa is basically hope that they struggle from the three-point yeah. land from the, for the whole game. So that's, I feel like, another point that we need to do. And then the last point is Demetri Trice just has to do what he's been doing all season. I mean, you're gonna, you can say some of his stats in a second, but the one thing I'm going to talk about is against Illinois. I don't remember exactly, but he went off for how many points straight? 19 points in the last two minutes of the ball game against yeah. Illinois, a great Illinois team. Yeah, we need to do. I think he just needs to be the centerpiece of our offense if we want to have a chance of uh, winning that game. Yeah, Trice is averaging 13.8 points per game on the year, three assists and three rebounds. I would like to see maybe the points go up by a couple, but for sure the assists to maybe bump up to five in the new season in March. But going back to this Iowa game, I think a big key to this is uh, the Iowa's, one of their three-point threats, Joe Wisecamp, if I'm saying that correctly, he did injure his ankle over the weekend, and he is doubtful for the Big Ten opener, which would be against the winner of that Penn State, Wisconsin, Nebraska cluster. But I do think with the experience of this Wisconsin team and playing Iowa twice, losing hard, it's really hard to beat a team three times in the season, especially in the Big Ten with how competitive of a conference it is. And I do see the experience of those seniors, all six of them, for the Wisconsin Badgers. I do see them getting it done against Iowa and moving on to face most likely a very, very hot and tough Illinois squad with their new point or their point guard Io coming back off of injury. I think it's going to be hard to get past there, and I do see them losing that game. But a win against Iowa heading into the tournament, the March Madness tournament, I think that would uh, boost their confidence a little bit, and uh, that would be a big statement win for Wisconsin. Yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, another thing I was going to go off of for that is I think the way Wisconsin is going to win these games in March, you know, when you lose and you're done, I think the way they're going to win these games is, like we've been saying all night, they are probably one of the most experienced teams in Big Ten, if not college basketball. I mean, they have many seniors. All of them are, what, 24? 24. 25. I mean, guys. you told me earlier they were older, older than, than the Chicago, Chicago Bulls, Bulls starting yeah. lineup. So I think that's another big thing that we're going to have to use to our advantage is many of these guys have played in big games already. I mean, they played – I mean, last year, unfortunately, got canceled the tournament. Red but hot. The year – yeah, they were going red hot in the tournament. Uh, the year before that, they – I'm pretty sure they, that was the year they took their uh, – that tough loss to Oregon in the first round. Yep. Um, so yep. I think a lot of these guys have a lot to say. And Dimitri Trice actually tweeted the other day something about zero, zero and zero. Zero and zero, new yeah. season. Yeah, so it's like I think a lot of them are going into this – tournament time uh, a little bit more focused. I think that loss to Iowa with the rest and everything, I think that got them riled up a little bit. And I think Greg Gard got them riled up because yeah. he had some post-game interviews and he was definitely upset. So I think this team is going to have a lot of momentum going into the tournament. And yeah. I think that's exactly what this team needs right now. Yeah, with the Big Ten tournament, if the Badgers do find a way to get to that game against Illinois, with Illinois losing, it's just a scramble at the top of this tournament. All of these teams have a very great chance of winning. But I, I do. Mean, you could see Michigan State yeah, making you, a run. You could see Michigan teams. State sneaking past Michigan as they just did over the weekend. But if I do feel like I think Ohio State gets the job done over Michigan, I think Michigan is. They're playing great basketball right now. Hunter Dickinson is playing out of his mind right now. But I do think Iowa State can take down Michigan in that game. And I do believe that Illinois will come out of this tournament, though. And uh, yeah, we'll have to see what the Badgers are seated on Sunday. I don't really know where they're projected to go right now. Yeah, I haven't seen where they're projected. They've been all over the place. I mean, think, months ago they were a top, top 
five, five team in the country. Yeah, they were, there was one point I remember waking up and I saw that they were like the fourth team in the country. And I think once I hit that point, the big thing with the Badgers, and I was telling you this earlier, is they they had a lot of key wins early in the year against Michigan State, uh, Louisville. Court, Chicago Loyal. Yeah, there's been some other games, but they just haven't uh, – gone well for them. I mean, Michigan State's probably had one of their worst seasons in years and years. Louisville, probably the same way. I just feel like they had a lot of good wins, but it's not really showing up anymore as the season got, went on. But in the moment, when I mean, when they played Michigan State on Christmas Day, it was a top-ten matchup yeah, right there. Yeah, it was there. a great game, man. So, um, I think that kind of hurt the Badgers at the same time. They won't have as much of a resume as they like, but they can always go off of the Big Ten is loaded this year. I mean, like you said, yeah. these top teams, anyone could go out there. Like, you can see Michigan State making a run, Ohio State making a run. Like, any of these teams could really do it. Yeah, I think this is a really experienced conference, especially at the top. The bottom, not so much. We don't really pay attention to those teams. They're not having the seasons that they would like to. But I do think any of these teams can get red hot, and they've all shown spurts of that throughout the season. And when a team's red hot, especially in March, that's that's pretty dangerous for anyone in the country because you never know. Like Loyola Chicago the other year, they made a trip to the Final Four. Nobody would have ever expected that out of that team. And now they're, they've been a great team since, and they've been getting the recognition they deserve. But I do think March is just a different animal. Whenever you're hot, you're hot, and it's it's hard to beat teams that are hot in March. Yeah, I you could even go back to last year's Wisconsin team. I mean, unfortunately, they never got to go on the run that they wanted to in March, and they were struggling earlier in the year. Kobe King leaves, and they find something that just ignites them, and they started winning games. You know, they won the Big Ten. Yeah. Technically, they gave them the Big Ten championship in the tournament-wise because it got canceled before it was able to end. So, I mean, they they know what it's like to be hot at the right time. I mean, you can go years back, too, when, I mean, they had to play the undefeated Kentucky team, and they came in hot. Yep. Oh, my. If the Badgers do when they are in the tournament in March, I do think that they could be a very hard team to beat just because of their experience. But what kind of get, what guys are you looking for to step up for the Badgers in March? Um, one of them is definitely going to be Demetric Trice. I mean, he's already doing what we need him to do, but I think the re- the way we're going to win those games is I really like when he comes off of the pick and roll. He can either pop up for a three or dish it down to Reavers, Potter, whoever's down, whoever did the screen, a lean forward. I mean, I, I really think that can be our offense. And then, I mean, Trice starts knocking down some shots. They're going to have to be more aggressive up top. That's going to lead for more dump-offs down low. And then it's I think that's just the way we're going to have to go. Uh, someone else I really hope does well. Uh, is Davis, uh, Johnny Davis. Uh, he's been a very good player off the bench. Uh, what does it say over there? Seven points per game, four rebounds, and one assist. So, I mean, he's been playing well as a freshman. So I think those are probably the two that I'm really looking forward uh, to playing. But yeah, do you I, have anyone? Yeah, I think the top two guys I'm really looking forward to to watch and hoping that they can step up their game is the two the two seniors, Nate, Nate Reavers and Micah Potter. They're the big men. They were they didn't really they don't really play much together as they do come in separately but i think if the badgers need and want to win some of these games is that they're going to have to learn to work together they're going to have to get down in the paint they're going to get dirty they're going to have to try and get some rebounds and create sparks offensive rebounds but i think potter's carrying a load off the bench right now with 13 points and 6 rebounds but Nate Reavers is 8.6, 3.2 rebounds i'd really like to see his rebounds go up a little bit and i think that's a key to winning in march cuz if you need you need to score points and you're missing shots like the Badgers have been, if you can get offensive rebounds, that's going to change the game, change the game, and tire the other team out when they're on defense for a lot longer. But those two big men down low for the Badgers are really two that need to step up in these tournament games. 
Yeah, I definitely think Reavers does need to step up. Definitely in the rebounding side of things. I mean, what did you say he had? He had three three rebounds a game. I mean, for a center, that's probably not the best. And you could probably say that this is Reavers, one of his worst years at Wisconsin. I mean, yeah. la- last year and the year before, he was unstoppable. He reminded me, he was almost like Ethan Happ. I mean, yeah. I kind of wish we still had Ethan Happ. He would have been a good player to have this year with. But, um... Another guy I was probably going to say is uh, Brad Davison. You yeah. know, I know you told me yep. you're not a big fan of him. Do you want to say anything about him quickly before I'm, I just, I'm not the biggest fan of him. I was. He was a great player for Wisconsin the first couple of years, but this year he just really disappointed me. Uh, I don't really like his play style. He does tend to chuck up some early threes. But, I mean, if he's hot, he's hot, and I know what kind of player he can be. And if he's – I might just be a little harsh on him because he's not getting the numbers as – most people expected, but if he can get hot, I think the Badgers are in good hands with Trice already on a tear recently. If they get, we can get the guards going, it's gonna be, it's gonna be trouble for other teams in the Big Ten. Yeah, and that's basically what I was gonna say about him. Is I feel like we're we're giving him a lot of hate just because when he first came into Wisconsin, I mean, I think it was his like freshman or sophomore year. I remember watching him play right before March, and he was literally. He had this step back jumper that literally was amazing. That I would literally go outside and I'll try and perfect it myself because yeah. I loved it so much. And I remember during a game, he literally like separated his shoulder out of place yeah. against yeah. Michigan State. And he came back like a minute later and almost beat a bit, which was a very good Michigan State team at the time. So I think, I mean, obviously I'm with you. I don't like his game style. I, I like how he gets the team riled up in yeah. moments, but I think sometimes he takes it a little bit too far at the yeah. same time. So. I do, I do. The Badgers are 6-11 overall on the season heading into tournament play. Uh, some keys that I think that they need to focus on to win this tournament and not win the tournament in general but get further in the tournament is they just got to they gotta start making shots and they got to rebound a lot better than they have been. Um, once they get back to the Wisconsin basketball and they agitate teams, and they got to take pride in their defense because when they're – Playing Wisconsin basketball, I think their defense is one of the best in the country. They what did they give up? Maybe 45, 50 points a game sometimes. And the, those lower scoring battles when you got to go and you got to get in in the late games and close games and the leadership, you need to bring the energy because there's not probably not going to be many fans yeah, in the stands. So if the bench is loud and the, you're supporting your teammates, I think the added energy from their bench is going to be really important to get the guys going because it is win or go home now and and the Badgers have not been winning a lot lately so it does scare me but I hope that with those that many seniors that they'll they'll want to play and they definitely have a chip on their shoulder to prove a lot of people wrong in this tournament yeah for sure I think you have a lot of the ways I have them winning this tournament or the Big Ten or making a run at least is the same way you have I mean play Badger basketball slow the tempo down they've never been known as a fast team they they like to slow the slow the game down a little bit. Defense, um, and another thing this year is they've been turning the ball over a lot more. It seems like, which yeah. is weird with the very experienced team they are. But I guess that's just part of being in the Big Ten this year. It's crazy how good they are. But um, knock down shots. I think we've all been saying this this whole time. It's just kind of the same things. Knock down the open shots that we've been getting. Use the experience that we have as a tool. I mean, there's not many teams I can say they have six seniors that are. 24, 25 years old right now going into this tournament. And they, um, they could come back next year. That's the yeah. thing is they could with the COVID-19. They yeah. Could, so Depending on the school and the money situation, yeah. they could have some of these guys back. Yeah. Which, I mean, hey, I would, I would take some of those guys yeah. back. but Yeah, I would for sure too. I mean, I don't – with the 
we really don't have like a deep bench this year, so yeah. that does scare me with the 16 years. The guys that will be returning mainly is the main names will will be Wall and Davis are the guys right now. I don't you got yeah. I don't really know many guys coming in. I haven't really looked I've, at the recruiting I've class. I've heard we've ha we have some good recruits coming in, but I mean can you trust them the next yeah, year you, as a freshman? I don't know. Can you? It's going to be a hard transition from six seniors yeah. and then maybe playing up to three, four freshmen next year. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a weird transition. And it's, I feel like it's going to be kind of like that season when we went to the national championship and lost to Duke, and then the year after that we um, – I don't know. if We probably made the, the tournament, but we definitely weren't as good of a team. I remember yeah, – That was the Nova upset. Yeah, yeah. Nigel Hayes. Yeah, but I I remember like the first game of the season after we won a championship, we started off the season like we lost to like some no name school, yep. and then Bo Ryan stepped down, stepped down Greg Gard came in, and we started playing better. But I don't know. I think this team is also gonna have the chip on your shoulder, like you said from last year. I mean, they were that they were that type of team that was coming in as a hot team. Like you, they were probably one of the last teams you wanted to play last year. Yeah. So only losing Brevin Pitzel, Pritzel last year. I mean, he was a great shooter off the bench for the yeah. Badgers and. His shooting is hard to replace. It would be nice this year, but you got to think about all those guys that are coming back. And then you add Davis to come off the bench. He was, he's close to complimentary with Brevin Pritzel. He brings a lot of energy to the Badgers. I think he gets he gets around a block a game. And for a guard, going, he gets down in the paint. He's not afraid to attack. Mm -hmm. He's one of the best freshmen the Badgers have seen in a while yeah. at his size. And I think his athleticism is something that hasn't came through the program in a long time. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of he's got a lot of confidence too. Yeah. As a freshman, I mean, that's big to have confidence off of a freshman like that. And I mean, he it's not like he plays the same game as Kobe King did. I mean, they came from the same school, obviously. And I mean, they might not have the exact same game, but I think the way Johnny is going to be more successful, I guess, is he has so much more confidence than I saw in Kobe King ever did. I feel yeah. like, at, at least as a freshman. Yeah, I think as a freshman, I think Greg Gard's really taking a chance on him. I think I looked it up the other day. He's averaging around 26 minutes per game, which is only like four or five minutes below those top two guards in Davison and Trice. So it's definitely that Coach Gard has shown a lot of confidence in him. And I didn't really know what to expect. I watched him in high school. He graduated not too far from where we are. But I think knowing, knowing his athleticism in high school, I knew he transitioned fine, but I didn't think that he would have this big of an impact. Yeah. Being being maybe the sixth man or seventh man coming after Potter or Wall, whoever starts on the other night, I think he brings a spark on the defensive end and the offensive end. He's been shooting the three a lot better lately. He's confident. I think a couple games ago, five or six games ago, he was four or five, a five from the three-point line, and I think that really boosted his confidence. And I think his scoring has been great. Seven points off the bench as a freshman. That's all you can ask from a freshman for Wisconsin. And just learning the way to play in the new offense and the new new defense and the style of Badger basketball might be a little different of what he played at Central, more yeah. more of a running gun, yeah. fast paced offense. So I think he's transitioned really well. Yeah. And, I think it'll be fun to watch him in the next because he's not going to be the, that type of guy who leaves before his four. I mean, he's all Wisconsin players yeah. are a four year type of guy. So I mean, it'll be fun to see him his next three years. I mean, he's gonna have to work with a lot of different type of players. I mean, next year you could see him being the main scorer Score, on the team. Yeah, I mean, sure. besides him and what Wall, Wall, those are gonna be the two main scorers next year. So I mean, I think he needs to have all the confidence in the world because he's gonna be a big part of the team next year. Yeah, and I think I think the NCAA has done a really great job in being able to host these tournaments because 
for those freshmen that they are gifted an extra year of eligibility but to get their feet wet and get some tournament play even without fans is great experience for those young guys and uh maybe if the Badgers are up a lot in the first game or maybe down a lot later in the tournament to get some of those other guys on the bench and to get their feet wet and ready for next year knowing that you have those six seniors and that some of these guys will have to be key contributors next year that have not been playing many minutes for the Badgers this season. Yeah, that's for sure. I think um, at some point this in the tournament, big if it, whether it's Big Ten or the NCAA tournament, if like you said, I mean, if we're in a close game, obviously we're going to have our stars out there. That's a given. But say we're getting down by quite a bit late in the game or we're up by a lot, I think Greg Gardner needs to start thinking about the future a little bit and like how he can't get himself stuck in this moment. And you kind of got to be like, okay, well, next year at this time, do I want these guys to be prepared to be in the big game? Because, I mean, next year – Fan, stadiums could be packed again. I mean, they they most there's a, likely will there's be There's a next good year. chance that you will start seeing uh, sold-out places again for getting March Madness games, and, and I think that's going to be big. I think they will most certainly be sold out as soon as fans are allowed. I think yeah. it's a oh, no-brainer. Yeah. Oh, 100%, yeah. A lot of people want to see these games, and some of these freshmen, maybe even Johnny, he's played great this year, but he has also not played in front of any fans or limited fans, so yeah. maybe that will take a toll. But I, knowing him and watching him in high school, he is a big time player. I mean, they've had many games where they've played. They, in, they've played they, in some big. They've crowds. played in some big games. They've played in some big crowds. But once you get some of those opposing student sections in the Big yeah. Ten, that could get crazy. But yeah. uh, I think if he keeps working on his craft, and I think he should have all the confidence in the world this season. Maybe he might be hard on himself if he's that type of guy. But if he looks back at his stats after his freshman season, I think he'll be pretty impressed, and he would be grateful to have those stats. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think he'll want to keep working, too. I think that will give him some motivation to kind of just keep pushing towards it. So um, I guess the next thing I was going to ask you is, um, how, where do you see him going in the tournament? How far? Oh, I mean, it really does depend on the bracket and the seed. Yeah. Because I sure. see some brackets giving us a seven. That means we will play the two seed in the second round which would be tough but if the Badgers are hot and they do have a little run in the Big Ten tournament you never know but I do sitting I do see them getting past the second weekend they're a very experienced team and I I wouldn't be surprised to see them in the Sweet 16 with their experience if they're playing great basketball anything can happen I mean they've shown flashes of greatness this year but they've also shown flashes where they're just careless they turn it over but I do think that the Badgers will find themselves in the round of 32 and might sneak into the Sweet 16. But so you think I, they make it out of the first weekend? I think they do make okay. it out of the first weekend. Now, did you see it's Saturday and Sunday are the f- games instead of Friday, Saturday? Yeah. No, no. It's fr- yeah, Friday, Saturday instead of Thursday, Friday. Friday yeah. yeah, so I mean, I mean that's not going to make a difference, but I like it more so I don't miss as many games yeah. from school, school and, and stuff yeah. like that. But, but um, another question is, so when they – Let's say they do lose. I know we want to hope they win this championship. Yeah. But if they do lose, when they do lose, is it going to be another Wisconsin heartbreaking loss where they're leading the whole game and then they choke in the last two minutes, like every Wisconsin team does? Well, would it be a Wisconsin playoff <laughs> loss if they didn't do that? Yeah, that is true. So I, guess. I think I think whenever they do lose, it will be a heartbreaker. It will be a close game. Maybe they will not blow a lead, but But, I hope they don't. But I feel like if they are in a close game against a great team with maybe it. But I don't. The thing is, I don't know if many teams, if they do play out of conference teams in this tournament, which they most likely will, they don't. They don't necessarily have as tough of a schedule as the Badgers do have in the Big Ten. 
But I mean, the, look at Gonzaga. Look at Gen- Gonzaga. Yeah, they're twenty six tw- or twenty nine and zero. Actually, I think now. Yeah, I mean and they were losing at halftime. They're losing at halftime. So don't know. Uh, they. It looks like it's close game still with about seven minutes close left. Close game in Gonzaga, so you never know. It, it's March. It's the first week of March. Yep. And, but I I don't know. I think the Badgers have been in a lot of close games, but they have not been on the right side of those. Mm-hmm. Maybe they have, maybe those. they have learned from that, and they do get over the hump in the tournament. I'd love to see it, but it's Wisconsin. Yeah. I do see a heartbreaking loss yeah. like every year. And even if it's not a heartbreaking loss, I feel like they're going to give us so much hope of winning the first two games, like round to first round, round of thirty-two, meaning like the Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, and then just getting absolutely like we're looking, we're getting so prepared for a good game, and then we just get absolutely blown out of the water. But I mean, I don't know which one I'd rather take. I guess I, I <laughs> it'd I, be painful to watch either for sure. Yeah, oh yeah. I uh, how about they just win the whole thing and then yeah, then we don't have to worry about yeah, that. But yeah. So you have them going to about the Sweet 16, 16. Elite 8 type of thing? Somewhere or, in there. I do uh, think 32. that they can get out of the first weekend with their experience and their six seniors. And I do think Greg Gard has potential to be a great coach. He's going to figure it out, hopefully. And I do think that he will utilize his weapons right and they will make it out of the first weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I would – I guess obviously it's hard to tell, like you said, without the bracket – Sitting right in front of it. I mean, we don't know for another four to five days. I mean, say we go on this crazy run where we beat Iowa, Illinois, and Michigan. I mean, you bump up to a the, four seed. Yeah, the selection, the selection committee is going to think that's really good, <clears throat> and they, we're going to be able to use that to our power. So we could be seeing a better seed than what we're talking about now. But right now, like I said, I see us in a, a seven, eight seed. I haven't seen exactly where they're having us. I think I've, they've been at seven or six recently. Okay. And most recent, they were at seven. So they playing be, that Loyola Chicago team, I think, in the first round projected. No way. Yeah. Oh. And if no. they would, projected bracket on March Madness's Instagram, I do. Saw I mean, that Loyola is a. They don't play good competition, like no. we said, but and we beat them earlier this beat year. Beat them earlier in the year, and they they played well in that game. They really did. Yeah. And, but it does that would make them face a two seed, which, in that bracket prediction was Houston. Uh, I don't know much about Houston. I know. I'm pretty sure they lost just a couple of days they ago. They just lost a couple game, of days yeah. ago in a big game. So that might have cracked them a little bit, yeah. but I think also you could use that as motivation. But they, I don't really know much about Houston. Yeah, I don't know. I don't pay attention to them. But I do know that the Big Ten might have two number one seeds in Illinois and Michigan. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something to look forward to, too, if we are in the same one as them. I, I just, it's hard for me to predict that where I want them to be, obviously, without seeing it. But I. I mean, the the negative fan in me says they lose the first round because yeah. they haven't shown anything. Anything, yeah. Late, like lately, they've been playing very. Terrible. Yeah, like every game. I, I'm when I get a notification on my phone at halftime and at the end of the game, I'm not surprised when they lose anymore. No. So I I want to say that they'll lose in the first round, but I'm going to give them a little bit more confidence. I say they go round of 32 but i think if they can get past the first weekend i think they have a lot better chance i don't know why but i feel like if they can get out the first weekend their confidence i mean yeah confidence is going to be going big right there seniors are going to have a lot to play for they're they're one weekend away from going to the final four and right that's how yeah sweet 16 lead it yeah so i think if they can make it to the second weekend I for sure think that they can make it to I I'll give them this. I think if they make it to the Sweet Sixteen, they can get to the Elite Eight. And I'll give them that. But the big thing is they're gonna have to get out of the first weekend and I don't know if they can do that. I do feel like the first game will be the hardest just because it's yeah. 
we haven't seen a March Madness tournament in up to two years now yeah. after the COVID-19 shutdown. And that was when we lost to Oregon. So. That was when we lost to Oregon. So I, a lot of these guys were on this team. I don't think Potter was transferred in yet no, in that game. Not, no. But I think I know Ford, Trice, Davison, and uh, Reavers. Reavers was there. I Wall was not. No. But that was a loss. Peyton Pritchard took over in that game. Yeah, he, I remember that. And I think that was a bad loss, a 20 20 point loss maybe at the end. Yeah, it was yeah, it was a blowout. I remember I was coming back from like practice or something and I had to go to work and I just turned the game on quickly and I turned it off real quick cuz it was over. Yeah, I think with that that's an embarrassing loss right there in the round of 64, no doubt about no, it. And I think they know that and they know that they were on the winning streak and winning out the Big 10 last year and those two that's going to leave a bitter taste in your mouth and make you work over the off season to get back in the position where they were last March. And I think with those two seasons ending like that, I think that that could give them motivation to yeah. push in the tournament. And if they're hot, I think they're going to be hot. I I do think that the first weekend will be harder for the Badgers than the second weekend oh, yeah. play. Even though we might be playing harder teams the second weekend, I just feel like that first – I mean, the first weekend's always known for upsets. I yeah. mean, the 16th seed beat the one seed, seed just a couple of years ago. Um, there's always, I mean, we were, what, the four seed when we lost to Oregon, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I guess the first weekend's always known for upsets. But um, I think the big thing is that we got to use our um, – experience this next couple of weeks kind of got to get back to they got to remember how they played last year to get in that long run to uh win the big 10 title and all that and they kind of got to bring that into this year because they were all there so yeah i think they got to play together more they got to spread the ball out and use the shot clock play get deep in the shot clock wind the clock down there's nothing stopping them from that if teams do go on smaller 8-0 runs the batters just don't rush slow the ball down and Create a good shot. The run, stop the run, because when teams are going runs and you're gonna panic and you just start chucking up shots, that's that's where the Badgers are running into trouble. And they've given up bigger twenty to twenty to one runs and just stuff like that. And they're chucking up early shots or they're not communicating well in the offensive end. So I do think that they need to slow down the tempo and get deep in that shot clock. Maybe get it down to Potter or Reavers and get a bucket down low, or come off a screen twice with the three I think just slowing down and getting late in that shot clock is going to create better looks for the Badgers and hopefully more points yeah and then one last thing I'm going to say and then I'll let you say whatever you want to finish it off but um I think another thing that's going to help them and we've said this before but I kind of want to go in more depth is how strong their schedule has been this year I mean I think there was a two-week, three-week period where they were playing Michigan, Purdue, Illinois, Iowa, like all ranked teams. Ohio State, I know they had to play too. That was ranked. So I think that's going to help us over Gonzaga, who probably hasn't played a ranked team in a while. In a while. I mean, like their conference, there's probably not one other team that's ranked. They did um, have the big win over Iowa earlier in the year. Yeah, early in the year, yep. For, I wish that they were supposed to play Baylor. I don't remember yeah, if that I, I think that. it was canceled. It got canceled. I don't know if they ever rescheduled it, but – um, like those type of teams or I mean even look at the ACC this year it's not as strong as it used to be I mean Duke and North Carolina are both on the bubble I'm pretty sure yep. as of last time I checked and then um, the SEC Kentucky again not a powerhouse this year so I just feel like every Big 10 is Big 12 is another one where that you have to watch for I saw the other day that they have the most teams in the top 25 they right have, now but. yeah they do they have West Virginia Texas Tech Oklahoma State I think Oklahoma's in there Yeah, that's a lot of great basketball I'm I think there's 
another one. Yeah, because Kansas back Can- in it. I think Kansas might have slid into yeah. it. Is, They've been hot lately. Do you know what happened to Oklahoma State? I know this isn't Wisconsin related, but they were. I was told earlier this year that they were like not uh, tournament eligible this year because of some like thing that was like something they did something illegally. But now it sounds like it got changed. Yeah, you know it, it sounds like they are going to be in tournament. I've seen it on ESPN. They haven't really been bringing that up. I never okay. really haven't heard of that since the beginning of the year. Because they were saying Cade Cunningham might transfer out of Oklahoma State, play for a different school so he could have a chance, chance. but he stayed. And now yeah. all of a sudden they're finding it. I don't know what happened, but I mean, yeah, I think they're a fun team. I'm yeah, excited they, to see They're going to be a great team to watch. I think their coach has done a really great job over there in the past. He's been a new coach. Cade Cunningham, great prospect. Uh they're going to be a hard team to beat in March. I've watched them. They've had some big wins, and they weren't even ranked for until a week ago, and yeah. they've had some big wins, and now they've solidified a spot in the top 25 on the final poll, and it's well-deserved from that program over yeah. there. Yeah. So do you have anything else you really want to bring up for the Badgers or anything, I guess, tournament-related? Do you have a team you want to pick right now to win it all? If I had to pick a team to win it all right now, it had to be Michigan or Illinois. They've played the hardest schedule. I'm not going to bet on Gonzaga. They are a great team. Jalen Suggs, Timmy there. Great team, great coach, undefeated record, clear favorites. But you got to go back to strength and schedule. I think if Gonzaga was in the Big Ten, they they would be a top three team, I do think. But they would have they would not be undefeated. Yeah, for sure. The Big Ten's a different animal these days. It's physical, close games. you got to battle every night, and these guys – Especially getting swabbed every day for COVID, they're yeah. probably getting exhausted. Their bodies are exhausted. They're they had they didn't get to play much basketball over the summer, so it's probably taking a toll on their body. But I do think with how competitive the Big Ten is, I do see Illinois or Michigan winning. But I'd have to give the edge to Illinois. Illinois, okay, yeah. I guess I would I would probably pick someone in the Big Ten just off the strength of schedule too. And I mean, I could be totally off on how big of a deal that is. I mean. I, I pay attention to college basketball enough, but I haven't paid attention to, like, all the teams. I heard um, Texas and West Virginia are good. I don't think they'll ever make a run. But I'll probably have to give it to um, Illinois just because they've been playing really well right now. I mean, that one against Michigan was a big one the other night. So, um, yeah, I'd probably have to go with Illinois as well just because, I mean, Duke and Kentucky and all them aren't even in it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're nothing to worry about yeah, this I year. Yeah, I mean, there's people can't pick them this year, so um, I guess that's – that's all I'd have to say for that. The, the Gonzaga's starting to pull away now, I see. They're going to probably win their game. So they'll be a one seed for sure um, going into the tournament. Still won't bet on them at all for no. winning it all. But, yeah. So anything else you would like to say? No, I think that should wrap it up today. Okay, yeah. Um, our next episode, not sure when it will be. I leave for a week, so we might try and get an element before I leave. Yeah. If not, we would have to wait till I get back. But we can talk. I mean, the Bucks are in middle of their season, season. so we talk about them. Giannis starting to play. Giannis starting. I mean, he had his All Star, All Star MVP. Spectacular yeah, game. Sixteen for sixteen. Um, the Brewers are starting. They scoring a lot of. Runs. They've been scoring a lot of. Giving up a lot of runs as well. <laughs> yeah, they have. The offense is there, which we we didn't really know. Yeah, we didn't have last year, so I mean, it'll be interesting to see if they have that this year. Um, Packers, there's really nothing going on with them. All I heard of today is they did take Aaron Jones, so they're going to yeah. have to re-sign him, but um, those are the big things, I guess, that are coming up. I heard, this is just something I remembered. I guess, like, the girls' basketball team for Badgers played today, and they're, like, the worst team in the, like, Big Ten tournament, and they lost by, like, 30 today. Wow. So, um, 
At least, at least this boys team is a little bit better than that, and at least maybe make a run in the tournament. But yeah, hopefully, I guess, I guess that's all I have. So yeah, we'll come up with another uh, idea for our next uh, episode. Try and uh, get it out soon. If it's before I leave for vacation, if it's after, we'll talk about that uh, yeah. within the next few days. So I guess if that's all, we will see you guys in the next one.